Welcome to the Piscean Spiritual Thoughts Podcast. This is your host, Jada Marie here. And today I'm going to be talking about something that has been weighing heavy on my heart and my mind lately. Um, Something that a lot of you guys have been asking me to talk about and elaborate on. And I've just been holding back for numerous reasons. But I hope that you guys enjoy today's episode and I hope that this can help somebody in in some way shape or form and I hope that you guys enjoy it so stay tuned okay so um I don't know what I'm going to call this episode yet but um I'm going to be talking about my past relationship and my ex and um I made a podcast episode about how he ghosted me or whatever um but since then a lot has happened and it kind of shaped my mindset and my view on him and the relationship and just everything and I want to talk about that and I might get emotional because I don't know today it just has really been like weighing on my heart because um Snapchat released my 2021 year recap and he's literally just a part of everything like every freaking day I was with him and every day was about him and just like juggling that relationship and juggling my personal goals and things that I wanted to accomplish for myself and on top of work and everything yeah I still made time for him and I still tried to give my all to him in every way possible but it was just never enough um so actually like a couple weeks ago I found out that he cheated on me um and he has been cheating on me since at least five months like ago so since like at least June or July and we've been broken up now for almost like two months or whatever and I've been telling everybody that I found out because he posted um a video of him like in a hot tub with a bunch of bitches who were just like screaming and just I don't know being very out there and wild and also of him in bed with some bitch who was naked but that's not the truth that's not how I found out that he cheated on me I found out because I was having um like stomach pains and night sweats and I was concerned that I don't know something was wrong with me Honestly, I thought I was fucking pregnant. Um, 
so I went to the doctor and she was asking me about like my sexual history and everything like that if I was in a relationship and whatnot and I explained to her that he had ghosted me out of nowhere which you know I found very strange and she was just like yeah we're going to like you know run a bunch of STD tests and everything which I honestly thought that was the last thing that I thought would be wrong I thought I had like diabetes or like something was wrong with my thyroid or something but she called me a few days later and told me that I had chlamydia which is 100% curable and treatable but I was just like wow and you know it was treated and everything but even that whole process was very painful because the medication that I had to take to treat it and everything, like, made me so fucking sick, and it just hurt, like, getting everything out of my system, and, um, and I ended up having to, like, take a whole day off of work and everything, because I literally couldn't get out of bed, and I was just, like, I don't know, so in shock and taken aback and mentally drained, and so when I had confronted him about the fact that he had transmitted this STI to me, not only did he lie to me about it, but he had the freaking nerve to flip it on me and say, wow, you've really been putting yourself out there, I see, since I left you. Like, you've just been sleeping around and giving it up. Like, what have you been doing? And just, like, laughing about it in my face when... I know damn well, and he knows damn well, that he was the only person that I had been with for over a year. Like, before him, I was freaking celibate. And... Like, he was the only person in my eyes. He was literally my freaking everything. And, like, for him to just not even come up and be honest about it when he already got fucking caught. Like, put it on me. Like, try and manipulate me once a fucking get to think that something that completely wasn't my fault is my fault when it's not. And it's just, like... The fact that he did post those freaking videos and shit after I confronted him about it is so embarrassing. Like, I am already feel embarrassed. I already feel like a fool and I already feel ashamed because I gave my all to him. I gave my body to him. And he completely abused it. And he didn't even have enough respect for me or himself to protect himself and protect me and I also found out that he had been cheating on me with his baby mama as well this girl is in freaking high school bruh or she just graduated but I'm pretty sure she's still in high school but regardless it's like that's a fucking little kid and I'm almost 20 years old 
and he's 19, like, and for you to be messing around with somebody who's in high school, like, are you fucking serious? And, like, it just makes me reflect on everything that I did for him. Like, this man's family literally did do shit for him, and my family stepped in every single time. Like, his dad didn't want to drive three hours to help him move out of his college dorm. So, you know what my family did? When they moved me out, they also helped move him out of his apartment, or his college dorm, and into his apartment. Because his dad was too selfish to do that for him. My grandparents offered to give him their car for half of the price that they were even looking for because they realized how much he needed a car and that he had a son and they were willing to work out payment arrangements for him and everything and he literally kept them on the freaking hangar like just waiting around when they needed that money for medical bills and expenses that they have and like they were just waiting out for him And meanwhile, he was literally calling out of work every single day to probably go fucking cheat on me with random ass bitches and not use protection at that. And I was over here buying us groceries, cooking for him, making sure that he was straight. Like, and he was just doing that for me, cheating on me lying to me, using me, and, like, I just think about all the red flags that I avoided, or not avoided, but I completely overlooked, like, the fact that he fucking lied to me and his whole family about having a son, a whole child, for seven months into our relationship, a year to his whole family and I still accepted him and I still accepted his son like literally the day that he told me I took a I went me and him went to go get his son we went shopping for him I even bought his son like some stuff and like several times when I would come to Atlanta to see him it would literally just be me him and his son like doing stuff for him And I would be so stressed out and stuff like that because it's overwhelming. Like, I never expected that I would be a parental figure at 19 years old or be a stepmom at 19 years old. But I was willing to do that because I loved him. And it's just like the reason why I stayed with him after the fact that he that he told me that he had a son is because I just felt like I couldn't take it personally because he literally didn't tell his whole entire family, like, the same day that I found out that he had a kid was the same day that his grandma and his dad and everybody found out, and I was just like, you know, I can't take it personally, but yeah, I can take it personally because you, I was with him for seven months, and not only that, it was the fact that he had an opportunity to be honest about it because someone that we were friends with 
um, actually found out through reading her boyfriend's um, text messages, who was also friends with him, that he had a son, but she didn't have any receipts to show me or any proof to show me, so I didn't believe her. And I, I asked him about it, and he literally flipped it on her, like, she's fucking crazy, she's so miserable, like, she's always been jealous of our relationship, and now that her and her man aren't working out, like, she's trying to get in between us, like, let's just stay away from her and everything, and, like, that was his opportunity to just come out and be honest about it, and he continued to fucking lie to me for months, and, like, I just think about all the times that I battled, like, depression and stuff. And when it was convenient for him, he would be all supportive and everything like that. But when the slightest inconvenience happened, he would yell and scream at me about how I was I was bringing him down and how I was such a drag and how I was always fucking depressed and unhappy. And it was so miserable for me to be around and that I was just sucking all the fucking life and energy out of him, but then the next day, he would just be comforting me, like, it's okay, like, let's get out of bed, let's do something, I love you so much, and, like, why would I allow someone to treat me that way, why would I allow someone to fucking lie to me again and again, and, not only that, but when I confronted him about it, he wished death on my grandparents, saying that he was like, they're gonna be dead by the end of this year, fuck all of your aunts, fuck your mom, like, she's never loved you, she never will love you, just saying how, like, my dreams and my goals to be a travel influencer and travel the world and share my experience with everyone is so fucking stupid and how nobody wants to hear that shit when he was the main person telling me like to go out and attempt to live my dream and to leave school and to move and to put myself in a better position but it's like when the slightest inconvenience happens or when I like tell him about himself he completely like flips the switch and tries to like gaslight me and manipulate me and shit and like I don't know every day I think about him and it's never something good it's never something that I miss or something that I appreciate it's always some fucking shit that pissed me off or I should have said something or did something about, or I should have left when I had the opportunity, or all the times that I was second-guessing whether I should stay with him, or whether I should leave, all the times people tried to tell me, like, not to be with him, and just all the red flags, and I still stayed. This podcast is all over the place, but a lot of people have been asking me to talk about this experience. People have been coming to me telling me, like, that they're going through similar situations and that listening to my podcast and everything helps them and motivates them and it puts a smile on their face and makes them laugh. And that's literally all I'm living for. 
Like, I just want to do that. Be the person that other people are for me. Like, in terms of YouTubers and, like, these podcasts that I listen to that make me smile and make me happy and give me motivation. It's just, like, other people coming to me, telling me that I'm doing that for them makes me so happy. But the reason why I held off so long is because, one, he basically said all of my family is going to be dead by the end of the year. And not only that, but he called my grandparents' house and... um was cussing at my grandpa, who has Alzheimer's, and he was so confused, like, who is this, why are you, like, talking to me like this, and then he ended the conversation with saying, by the way, tell Jada she's a fucking bitch, like, really, after you fucking give me chlamydia, you fucking lie to me for seven months about having a kid, you also lied to me, about fucking dropping out of school, having my ass taking you to fucking campus every fucking day when the whole time you fucking dropped out. And when I confronted him about that situation, he flipped it on me like, that's really none of your business. Like, can I not have anything to myself? Why do you feel the need for me to tell you everything? Motherfucker, we live together damn near. Like, you be at my house every fucking day. I be cooking for you every day. You want me to act like I'm your fucking wife, except when it comes to you being honest about what the fuck you're doing and where you're at. And he would always say, like, you have my location, so why do I have to tell you where you're at? Because, nigga, a fucking location doesn't tell me if you're in fucking bed with a bitch. Clearly, that fucking location didn't mean shit. You could tell me you're at your friend's house. I don't know their fucking address. How am I supposed to know you're with a fucking bitch? Like, what? (laughs) I don't know. I know this is all over the place, and I'm really sorry, but I'm just having one of those days, and I needed to get this off my chest. Like, my family told me not to talk about this situation because of everything that he did, like, threatening death on my family and calling my family's house and just all that stuff that is just very, like, scary and stalkerish and I don't give a fuck like if he wants to retaliate I'll get law enforcement involved and it'll just be that like I shouldn't have to censor myself I shouldn't have to not share my story and all the pain that he inflicted on me because he's fucking immature and he's a fucking pussy like what I don't know But I really just want to tell everyone that if you ever doubt whether or not the person that you're with is for you, they're probably not. And as scary and as hard as it might be to leave them, you should because the more you stay, the more pain that you're going to cause yourself. The more pain they're going to cause you, the further you are going to be from living up to your potential and living up to your dreams and at the end of the day the longest relationship that you have in this world is with yourself and you shouldn't let anyone come in and treat you less than what you deserve um and if he happens to be listening to this i have a message 
I want to say thank you for being my first love and for showing me everything that love isn't and for forcing me to love myself and fill myself up more than I ever have in my entire life. Thank you for forcing me to live up to my potential, to position myself to do better, to want to be better every single day than I was the last, for showing me what I do and do not want in a man, for giving me the insights and the knowledge that I now have on what it means to really be in a relationship because you know you were my first relationship ever but also for hurting me because through pain comes healing and through every painful experience I've learned so much how could I not be thankful for you even though you're a fucking idiot and ruin the best thing that could have ever happened to you. I thank you for putting me in a position where I now can receive love from someone who is going to love me back even more than you ever could and who reciprocates it on a consistent basis and who supports me not only when it benefits him but even when it means he has to sacrifice and compromise for it. Thank you for removing yourself from my life so that I can now make room for light and love for my family and friends and future lover. Thank you for moving yourself from my life so I can now focus on my goals and my dreams without having to feel like I'm taking away from you. I thank you so much for putting me through all the pain that you did because I've only done nothing but grow and prosper from it. I know I'm crying, but it's not because I miss you. It's not because I want to be with you. It's because I'm just realizing so much about this relationship and it's overwhelming. And it did hurt. I feel very betrayed. Like, you stabbed me in the back in so many different ways. Like, during the whole span of our relationship. But I'm crying because I know it's making me stronger. And strength is painful. Strength isn't easy. It's not easy to overcome challenges. It's not easy to grow. In fact, it's the hardest thing that you can do. But I'm doing it. I'm going to continue doing it. And I'm going to live a life that you couldn't even comprehend. I'm going to experience a love that you never will. So I can only pray for you. Pray for someone who could be so hateful, so selfish. Who could wish death on people who did nothing but step in when your own family couldn't. I pray that your son doesn't get put through the shit that your dad and your mom put you through I pray that you become less miserable it would also be an an injustice if I didn't tell you guys to get tested regularly it doesn't matter 
if y'all have been in a relationship and he tells you that you're the only one, blah, 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 get tested every few months. Honestly, y'all should be getting tested together. I was getting tested throughout the time that we were in a relationship. All of them came back negative, except for obviously the last one. And that's because you have to protect yourself first. At the end of the day, the only person that you can wholeheartedly trust in this world is yourself. And you don't want to be out here having something manifest inside of you if you can avoid it, you know? If your significant other has a problem with y'all getting tested frequently, then most likely they're hiding something. Because I feel like someone who genuinely loves and cares about your well-being and your um, emotional security, they wouldn't have an issue getting tested with you or you getting tested. Also, I want to say, don't listen to what these men have to say. Don't take it at face value. You know, obviously, their actions need to match their words. Um, I mean, he would literally tell me that I was his motivator. I was the person who pushed him to be the best person that he could be and how like if it wasn't if he couldn't have me he wouldn't want anyone else basically and he would say like things like you know after you like I don't want to even know I don't even want to go through like the process of getting to know someone else because I've given my everything to you and you're the only person that I want to give that to he would talk about his baby mama saying how um she was only the mother of his child and although he respected her he would say like if me and her aren't talking about our son we have nothing to talk about I don't have he would tell me he didn't have her on any social medias which was false he would tell me like you know they only see each other to be around their son but they were really hanging out the whole time like they were they were doing stuff well actually having sex (laughs) and hanging out and basically being a fucking couple behind closed doors and it's like I was around her and everything and she would put on a smile and everything so you can't take what these people say at face value just because someone is telling you something doesn't mean that that's what their intentions are and it doesn't mean that's what they're actually doing when you're not around them um so yeah you, you should trust the person that you're with but don't be blinded don't blindly trust them you know and make sure that you're getting checked and that you're making sure that at the end of the day you're straight regardless um so yeah like you got you at the end of the day and don't let anyone get in between that check up on yourself check up on him and if everything aligns perfect but don't stop there keep it going be consistent because at the blink of an eye everything can change just as it did for me okay i think for the most part i got this off my chest but i really wanted to get this out here because a lot of people have been coming to me over the past few weeks like telling me how much they love my podcast and how i need to talk about this situation and how there are so many people who need to hear what I have to say. And I agree, there are. And I'm not going to let my fear of someone retaliating against me 
come in the way of being true to myself, being true to my emotions, and being true to my audience. Because at the end of the day, I'm only speaking my experience of what happened to me, and everyone has the right to do that. I hope that anyone who has experienced this doesn't feel like it's their fault, doesn't feel like they deserve it, because you don't. It's not your fault. You don't deserve it. And you don't need to be ashamed of it. Although I'm struggling with that myself. It's like, you could have never known that the person that you thought loved you, the person that you loved, would ever come in and wreck your life in this way. And just know that pain is gracious. Because pain is a part of healing. Pain is a part of growing. You have to experience pain to get to where you're destined to be. And as, although it sucks, that's just the way that it is. And I just truly feel like in life, some of the darkest, scariest endings lead to the most beautiful prosperous beginnings so don't let someone cheating on you or hurting you manipulating you stop you from being love and being light and giving that to other people just make sure that you're giving it to the right people and that those people are also giving it to you you know learn through these experiences so that you don't ever have to experience them again you know, it's okay to be fucking dumb over love. Everyone has been there. Just make sure that you're never in that position again. But I'm so excited to see who comes into my life and to love again and to feel love. Because there was a point in time where me and him were amazing and he was my light. And I loved him so much, and I know that he loved me. Um, and I'm not going to let him get in the way of me experiencing that in a real, genuine way again. You know? I'm crying about it. But it's okay. I had a moment. Everyone has their moments. But I know at the end of the day that this was for the best. I needed to go through this to become the person that I am. And who I'm going to be. So just love yourself. Fill yourself up. That way if someone does hurt you. You know. You'll still have yourself. And it's a lot easier when you love yourself. So much. Because they can't take that from you. They can't take that joy from you. They can't take that light from you. You know. They can only take away what they gave you basically so yeah I hope all of that made sense I know it's kind of all over the place and I thank you guys for listening to the end if you listen to the end um yeah I plan on also discussing some journaling props that I've done throughout this whole breakup process because they also have helped a lot in my healing and 
I don't want to say the moving on process. I like to, to call it the acceptance process because you can't really move on. That sounds a lot like forgetting. But really what it is is accepting the shit for, for what it is and processing it and reflecting on it and then moving differently in the, in the future. And journaling has allowed me to do that and to organize my thoughts and to organize you know, what I do and do not want for my life and what I do and do not want from the people who are in my life. So I definitely am going to discuss that on a future episode, so stay tuned for that. In the meantime, thank you for everyone who listened, and I hope that you guys have a wonderful holiday. Christmas is around the corner, and if you don't hear from me before New Year's, an amazing start to your new year. I want to say that it's not too late to go ahead and start doing whatever your New Year's resolution is, you know? If you're able to do so, now do it. That's why I made this episode today, because there's nothing holding me back except for myself and my fear. Don't let yourself and your fear hold you back from accomplishing those amazing things, getting into the gym, reaching out to the person that you miss, making up a relationship that was broken but can ultimately be restored. You don't have to wait until the new year to do that. You can go ahead and do that now. Okay, thank you again. Talk to you later.